JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. First and foremost, got to get this off my chest. What's happened? I can't believe I'm going to say this. Um, last week, I tested positive <gasps> to COVID-19. Oh, no. But you're still here, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're look, rubbing your face concerningly. Yeah, well, I've how just bad did it get you? Been wearing a face mask a lot. Well, a lot of people are curious, so I'm happy to share straight from someone who's been through the little COVID journey. I'm happy to share what you might face as 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 more and more numbers grow around Wide Bay. There's so, heaps now. So to to put it in a bit of perspective, uh, my wife and I both both tested positive, so we caught it off. Jess, off my sister-in-law. Oh, she had gone I was going to say maybe Jess being a healthcare worker. No, so she, so no, being a healthcare worker, the amount of stuff that they have to wear, PPE, is unbelievable. Mm. So she's pretty well safe when it comes to the Bundaberg Hospital. They're doing a great job. But I was, um, I was actually over the holidays, my sister-in-law went to Brisbane. Yep. That's where we believe that she contracted it, her right. and her boyfriend. We then um, spent Hung time out. in a house with them and then Jess and I both fell sick and oh. went and got the test and we both tested positive. Now, um, it's crazy because different people are reacting differently. I was sick. So anyone who says that it's just a cold, yeah. um, I didn't experience that. And I you ex- don't normally get colds, right? No, I'm pretty healthy most of the time. To put it in perspective, I think I've got like 500 hours of sick leave gathered up because <laughs> I hate You're getting good. sick. Yeah, mm. I try to be pretty healthy. But, um, but you felt the symptoms pretty intensely. I had extreme fevers. I had body aches. I had pains in my chest, lungs. I'm oh. still slightly short of breath, uh, sore throat, just everything. And it came in waves. And I was sick for dead set five days. Really? Five days of constant being sick before symptoms slowly subsided. And they say you can have a bit of a husk in your voice, a bit of a dry cough for upwards of three weeks. So... It can linger about for a little bit. So we had to, so we did everything we could. We locked down, yep. we stayed away, we got all the tests. Had and to isolate. Yeah, had to isolate. I was actually supposed to be back on air last week, but that's what I was that's doing. That's right. Sitting on the couch doing bugger He's all. not pulling a sickie. He literally can't get I've up. I've got a text message to say I was <laughs> I've got COVID my proof. positive. That's the one thing you can show the boss and you're all clear. But um, for those that uh, I guess have doubts or are unsure, um, it can be scary. My sister in law ended up in hospital due to shortness oh, of breath. God. So uh, do all the best you can, do all the right things, and take care of yourself, take care of your body as much as you can because um, it can be pretty intense. My missus, though, only had a slightly slower throat and a bit of a cough. So, really? So she's there calling me a bit of a sook. She's probably <laughs> dead right. But um, all's well that ends well. And um, make sure you are getting your checkups and taking care of yourselves out there, Bundy. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? If you're a little bit of a cheapskate, um, I have a hack for you that no doubt is bound to work. Um, Have you ever tried, JB, to use like a different email address for a free trial, like a streaming service or something like that? No, I never have because (laughs) that's what... That's what they call fraud, Jules. Oh, no, don't tell me that because I've done something a little bit naughty and I've been caught out using another email address. I um I signed up to do some Pilates classes. Here in Bundy? No, back in Melbourne. So, oh, so when you're on break, you wanted to do a little bit of... Yep. Feeling that extra layer of flab after all the Christmas the food? The Christmas ham, absolutely. I mean, I love the Coral Coast guys, love their Pilates, but I thought, need to get the body moving again mm-hmm. while I'm on holiday. You know, health doesn't sleep. But um, 
I saw that they have like this uh, this package where you can get like five classes for the price of 50. But I'd already done that with my previous normal email. You get five classes for the price of 50. Sorry, you... five classes for 50 bucks. Okay, okay. But once you've done that, then it goes to two classes for $50. Right. Not as good value. No. So what I do in this situation is I sign up with a different email address. How big are these classes? Um, they're pretty sorta out. So I'd say like 12 people in a class. But small enough that they know you. <laughs> they might that, know right? you. So... And I was worried because I haven't been there for like a year. I thought, will they recognize me? Hopefully not. So I logged onto the system. I typed in this different email address. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, I'll put in the credit card. Hopefully it won't pop up that I've used like the same details. And alas, I get to buy five classes for 50 bucks. How I've hacked the system. So I rock up to my first lesson and the instructor, she greets me. And she goes, ah, Julia, it's your first time here. Welcome. And I said, oh, ah, yes. And then I thought, oh, hang on. Then she'd have to give me the tour of the place and I don't want to go through that. So mm-hmm. I say, uh, no, because um, she'd be like, why are you so good at using this machine? You've never been here before. So I say, oh, no, um, actually, I've been to uh, your studio in the other suburb. Um, so so uh, I'm actually here at this other one trying this out. And she goes, ah, are you a local here? And I said, ah, Yes, no. So I'm coming up with all these sorts of rambling because I'm feeling guilty that she's caught me out, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, she's probably couldn't care less. She's just making conversation. And so I'm rambling, going, oh, well, I've got, you know, my VAC certificate. I'm just trying it out. I'm here visiting family. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited to try out all these classes. She absolutely could not care less. But I tell you what, karma bit me in the butt because the next day, coincidental or not for hacking the system, I was incredibly sick. I could not use the other four classes that I had, and she really won. <laughs> that was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. On the way to work this morning, mm-hmm. I went past a business, and I'm not going to say who it was because I don't want uh, them to get mad at me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did you see? So do you know how some businesses out the front of their place, they have a blackboard and they'll draw like specials they have, deals they have, and they'll draw it in chalk? Yeah, nice. And some of them are pretty inventive. Some of them are pretty good. Some and, are very creative. Yeah, I really like it. I think it's a great little little personal touch. They can change it. They can adjust it. And this sign, it was it, it was done with all good intent. And um, I don't know who was given the task of doing it, but yep. I don't know if they're the best at drawing pictures. So what this was done in chalk, and I would be the same because I'm useless at drawing anything with chalk, mm-hmm. but what the sign said out in front of this business was, stay safe. Nice. And next to it was a picture drawn. Where I was confused was this picture could have either been a face mask uh-huh. or it could have been a toilet paper roll. So hear me out. It was, How were they so similar? I think they're different objects. Yeah, I would think so too. But if you think about it, it was drawn vertically and so the middle part was coloured in dark and then at the top and at the bottom there was a circle done and I think the face, it was supposed to be the handles of the face mask maybe. Right. Or was it the top and bottom of the opening of an empty toilet roll? Ah, uh, so the toilet roll wasn't unravelling. Yeah, it was like a drawn fake toilet. I'm, I'm not sure what they were trying to draw. It, right. They said, it said 
stay safe, it had a toilet roll or a face mask drawn next to it. I mean, so, both are applicable in these times. Are they? Are they? Are they really? So I guess so. so. Walking into a business, <laughs> when you think of COVID, you think, oh yeah, toilet paper shortage. You also think, oh geez, I need to get a mask. See, my brain goes either this business has faced issues with people walking in without face masks, or they've faced issues with people walking in. After not using toilet paper, to which is a very, very different (laughs) set of circumstances. Subscribe now and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Jules, I don't know if you've heard this at all, but at any point during the night slash early in the morning, have you heard this anywhere around Bundy? Oh, God, no. I'm glad I haven't. That's terrifying. Apparently, a lot of people have been hearing this sort of sound. Ongoing. A deep, distant, exploding sound. And there's been reports throughout Bundaberg that have been done over the last six months. Six months of this happening. Yep, and apparently it's still happening. Um, People have turned to Facebook to say, what the hell is this? What is going on? People have suggested. We, We spoke about this last year. And people um, were thinking that it was cars backfiring. Right. People thought it was locals with fireworks. Right. Um, People even thought it was aliens. But (laughs) there's actually been a few other things that have come to the fore that that could actually see that this is something different. So uh, a big shout to Angela Ather from the Newsmail, who's done a bit of investigative reporting on this. So she's gotten to the bottom of this because there's been that many. No? No, not really gotten to the bottom of it. Just opened up a few more options, I would say. Okay. What could it be then? And closed off a few more options as well. So some people were thinking that this loud booming sound happening throughout Bundy could have been um, the local quarries, but that's actually been ruled out. A spokesperson for Evolution Mining uh, at Mount Rawdon, which is 20 k's west of Mount Perry, right? it was ruled out because they said they do nothing at night time. The only oh. blasts they do are at 2 p.m., so that's in the afternoon. Doesn't that's just usual truck operations at night time. So no bangs, booms, or anything like that. So Not mining. Rule it out. Consider okay. that done. But um, there's also been research done. The uh, Seismology Research Center, the chief scientist there, Adam Pascal, has said that you could also rule out earthquakes. Okay. Anything large enough to be felt would be picked up by the seismographs. Yeah, and, and surely they would have told us by now. And Guys, they, we had an earthquake. They haven't gotten any, but some are even saying it's what's called an atmospheric pressure wave. Oh, so it's an atmospheric pressure wave, and it's known as skyquakes. Now, people have studied this through meteorology and climatology and all that smart stuff, but <laughs> basically what they are is their sounds described as an exploding boom and rumbling in the distance, and it just basically happens from mass ejections or accelerating particles from the Earth's magnetic field. Right. You, you can definitely hear that rumbling. Like so it sort of sounds like that car sound. So it's a space something where it goes boom, up through the sky. And so it, it could possibly be this, but um, but like the scientists and stuff who have said that. And, and they haven't confirmed? Well, there was another guy who was spotted with no shoes, shirt, and his underwear that said it's an alien craft. So JB, we, can you stop which, coming up with these which theories? Which one could it be? I don't really know. What else has been happening this week with... JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M. Uh, JB, I uh, reconnected with a crush from my past over the break. Really? I did. The story um, involves six pairs of sunglasses, five video calls, and two hours of free-flowing mimosas. Um, I went to a very Melbourne bottomless brunch. Oh, how good are bottomless brunches? They're dangerous. For those that haven't been to a bottomless brunch before, basically... You pay at the start, you get some food, mm. and you get endless supply of mimosas 
for like for three or four hours, the yeah, ones I've been to. Yeah, very dangerous. And every single year when I've gone back home to visit family and friends, I've always had this dangerous idea. So you get onto a beautiful rooftop and you think, what could possibly go wrong with all that alcohol, limited food, summer heat, bit of heat stroke? Well, turns out that I was having a great time with the gals, catching up enjoying myself. And um, a friend mentioned to me a little bit later after brunch, we went downstairs and we're having a boogie on the dance floor. Yeah. And my friend mentioned, oh my God, there's a guy from my high school that I sort of had a little bit of a crush on back in the Did day. You? And he was there. But we were both with other people at the time. I so know we where... never, never crossed paths again. I know where this is going. And uh, I was thinking, oh, we've got a bit of liquid courage. We might do something about it. (laughs) I didn't see him because uh, at the time I was wearing six pairs of sunglasses on my head. I was okay. I was a little bit inebriated. Eh, yeah, one could say a few too many cheeky lemonades. So what do I do? I'm thinking I'm not going to miss this chance. I'm going to find him on Facebook. I'm going to send him a cheeky little message. Okay. He replies straight away, and uh, I share my location, saying, "Hey." Come over here. I'm at the dance floor. We're gonna we're gonna see if there's anything there. He replies immediately. I thought, oh my god, he's keen. And he says, uh, I'm actually just visiting uh, friends from interstate. So um, yeah. Uh, and then I said, <laughs> I'm actually visiting from interstate. Clearly, I don't know a witty reply there. So um, nothing happened that night. But then I was chatting to the girls the next day. I said, oh, how how did you guys pull up? We'll do a bit of a welfare check. Okay. And um, some slept in their clothes overnight. Some uh, maybe had to I don't do care a what the girls, vomit I don't next care night. what the girls were doing, And we Jules. remember, oh, my goodness, Jules, you reconnected with Dave, the guy from the high school. And I yeah. said, yeah, I tried to put some feelers out. And then my friend Claire, she says, Jules, don't you realise Dave is actually gay? <laughs> <laughs> so suffice to say, tried to reconnect. Didn't actually go to plan. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Jules, you spent a bit of family time uh, over the last few weeks. Yes, it's been great, amazing. It oh, it is. It's a good. It's very fun. It's very, very good. Mm. I had a great time. I had the in-laws actually visit over you Christmas did. time. So, if anyone's seen me, um, surrounded by uh, a few few teenage ladies, a number of sisters-in-law, a number of sisters-in-law, um, which I, I love them all very dearly. But um, let's just say my place over the holidays was overrun by the ladies. <laughs> oh, let me guess. Makeup in your bathroom, oh, so the smell of fake tan everywhere. I did want to go through a quick list of some things that if anyone's going to face this situation, you may need some help. So to put it in perspective, there was myself, my father-in-law and my brother-in-law. So okay. there's us three Three fellas. Three uh, amigos. Then there's my mother-in-law, um, two, uh, three sisters-in-law, and my wife. So, so you were outnumbered. We were outnumbered. Um, there, were, there were five ladies, and um, I, just, I, I just wanted to, to give out a few little warnings that um, <laughs> if you're planning to host family and you've got this amount of, of hormone in the house, um, <laughs> there are ways to be prepared. So first and foremost, tip number one, leave uh, just clear out any hair stuff that you wash your hair with. Yep. I've got one bottle. <laughs> Once they arrived, there was about 70,000 bottles of different hair stuff in oh, the bathroom. That's because men have like one bottle to 
shower and wash their hair yeah, and well, wash their body and everything. And women have to have 50 different products. Yeah, you have one for each toe and finger. I swear <laughs> to God, it's out of control. Uh, second of all, um, if you put a snack that you thought, because I'm used to living with just me and my wife, and mm-hmm. if there's a tasty snack, tasty bit of leftovers, I sit it there and I think about it and I know it's there, uh, just prepare yourself. It's going to be gone. <laughs> Don't worry about it. No snacks for Jason. No snacks for me Hide at all. Them. And last but not least, if you're looking to host this many uh, this many ladies in the household, um, say you've bought 45 rolls of toilet paper. Mm. If you think you've got enough toilet paper, quadruple that amount of toilet paper <laughs> and then double it again and you might just have enough to cover yourself for two weeks. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Slept past my alarm this morning. You did. I was getting a little worried. Well, yeah, yeah. I um. When do I call it? And when do I just say, "Let's I give him slept, a ring"? Slept all the way into twenty past four. I woke up. Do you know? Do you know when you sleep in through your alarm and then you wake up and you're like the panic? <gasps> oh, it's the worst way to start a day. But we're here. We made it. It's hump day. But um, walked into some pretty good news, and hopefully this does help out with our farmers. Any farmers that are listening in, call in and vouch for it if you can on one triple three five three. But there's actually a bunch of fun. Uh, that should be coming the way of our funders to help out with uh, feral animal and pest control. Now, this would be a massive issue for farmers, right? Well, according to um, state averages, um, it's estimated, and this is from the Australian Bureau of Agricultural and Resource Economics and Science, Mm -hmm. they say farmers dedicate an average of 66 days and spend about $11,500 on weed control each year and $8,000 on feral animal control each oh, year. Oh, that's a lot of time and money you can't get back. It seems like a fair bit. So it is pretty good news that the Agricultural Minister, David Littleproud, has come out uh, alongside Environment Minister Suzanne Lay. And they've said the Commonwealth Government are going to invest a further $20 million in pest and weed control, which will then be matched dollar for dollar by each state and territory around Australia. Okay, so this is where we've got, what, the feds and the state working together for us? (laughs) What? (laughs) Who would have thought? What? Um, So this is hopefully going to facilitate projects that are going to reduce the burden of pests and weeds on the ground. Um, There'll be activities such as coordinated control, destruction and removal, uh, trapping, baiting, culling and biological controls Who as well. Who actually works in these positions? How is this all going to roll out? What do you mean? Who's a colour? Yeah, who's going to have to do this? Is uh, it going to have to be someone who's elected by the state? A there's a guy about. There's, okay. there's a guy. No, there'd be... He's a pest controller. There, he does everyone's there, farms. There's a guy around town. But no, there would be certain people that are that are experts in different animals. So right, it depends. and they're getting like, support. If it's feral pigs, there'd be someone that specializes in that. If, yep. it, if it's like the little mites or whatever that eat a shrub, mm-hmm. then there'd be someone that come in and use pesticides on that. But um, there's things like African lovegrass, uh, serrated tussock. Uh, sounds like food at a fancy restaurant. Yeah. That a big risk. So they're going to help out with that. So Excellent. I think it does seem like pretty good news. Absolutely it does. Farmers vouch for it. Um, hopefully it does come through. Hopefully it does all happen. But that's been confirmed that um, the federal government has come out and said $20 million is going to be matched dollar for dollar with our state government for pest and weed control. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Jules, I've almost been tantalised to go on OnlyFans what? out of pure curiosity. Sure. 
You're Pure happily curiosity. married? It's I only am... been a few months. Oh, I'm happily married. Don't be crazy, Jules. Don't so, be sure. for those that don't know, uh, not that we are familiar, OnlyFans is, um, is the raunchier version of Instagram where some people pay to see, I guess, scantily clad uh, males and females. Yeah, so if you're not even if you're not familiar with Instagram on Facebook, if it, like it's like you have to pay money to add a fa- add a friend, mm-hmm. and if you add that friend, they're posting photos of bikini themselves photos. nude, not bikini, <laughs> not bikini. They post that on normal everything else usually. Yeah. But um, I was actually going through Instagram the other day. Yep. And um, <clears throat> up pops a post for a girl I know. And I actually went to school with her, and she said, go ahead and follow me on OnlyFans. And, of course, you went, let's check this oh, out. Oh, and what's going on here? <laughs> so she's a like a swimwear model. She's a fair wow. sort. And she's got this um, Instagram model boyfriend. Okay. And I've noticed that this isn't only her raunchy account. Right. It's her and her boyfriend's account. Oh, it's a shared account. Is that a thing? It's a shared account. So I'm I'm sitting there going, all right, so what's the go here? As <laughs> so as a so just say I'm a bloke that is is curious about the OnlyFans thing. Mm-hmm. I, if I sign up and all it is is her boyfriend posing with his kid off, I'm furious <laughs> that I've paid eleven dollars a month for that when she's tantalised me in. So I've gone. So what's the ratio here? So yeah, how much is him? How much is her? Do yep. I, I don't want any of him. Mm-hmm. Is it one week that I get the dude? The next week I get the girl. They're going to pose together. There's too many questions here. You need some answers. I'll sent her a message on Instagram. <laughs> how, how long's it been since you've spoken? <clears throat> about five years. <laughs> Probably longer, actually. You sound like an absolute creep. Well, I said, okay, so this might be a weird message, but I have to talk about this on my show and ask some questions. <laughs> How does a couple share an OnlyFans? What percentage is male? What percentage is male exposure? What percentage is female exposure? exposure. Do you target other couples? I have no judgment for it. I'm just, I'm just very curious. I have to know. Did she, she reply? She replied immediately and said, <gasps> it depends on the couple. It is my partner's account, so there's more of him. Oh. I only go on it when I feel like it or want some extra money. Other couples have couples join them on it, but we don't do that sort of thing. Oh, good for her. So, But I'm, not for you, because it's more guys. I'm still confused. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wish you did. I should have messaged her before I signed up for three months. <laughs> That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple M Bundy. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.